Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome. I'm Becky Ford. And I'm Ashleen Seitz. And we are so glad you're joining us for this bonus episode. Our goal is that you get to know our host a little bit more. And this episode is all about Ash. Heyo. Heyo. <laughs> <laughs> this being a bonus episode, we ask a different question at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That question is how are you currently living outside of the box? Yep. Ash, you get to take it away first. So this could be a little controversial on whether or not it's actually out of the box, but I was told that most people do not do this. Every time I get a paycheck deposited in my bank account, I that morning go in and I budget everything out. So all of my expenses I set out and all of my, you know, all of the things that are recurring, I move my money over and then whatever I have left, I either put toward the debt that I'm paying off or I give it myself some spending money. So it's cluster truck in this budget? Yes. I ordered <laughs> it yesterday. Oh, Payday cluster truck. But you, you're responsible. Yes. You're, you're giving yourself a quota. Yep. I, I counted out how much I can purchase before my next paycheck. So yes. I, I know there are, you know, there's a percentage of people that do that, but I think most people do not. At least most people our age. I know Ash and I have said we're different people. Mm-hmm. We approach things differently. I yes. do not do that. <laughs> shocking. My, my shocking. My strategy is just save. Just save. I save it all. Save it all. Don't spend anything. Yes. My precious. Okay. So what about you? <laughs> Once again, this may or may not be living box free for some people. Right. We are still in quarantine and my ratio of being on the computer on Zoom calls just Mm -hmm. continues to increase. And it starts at 7 a.m. usually and I get like five or 10 minute breaks between calls. So I've been waking up before my husband going down, getting a drink, making breakfast, coming up for a call, go back down to the kitchen, put my dishes in the in the sink so long story short, I'm living outside of the box because I have a free housemaid. <laughs> My free housemaid's name is Tristan. <laughs> and and it's it's funny. He's very sweet. We joke about it in a fun way. He, since he is not at the gym all the time, yeah. since our gym is still closed, he wakes up and he has this routine. He's been making our bed, which is amazing. And he, he's been doing dishes. So he is definitely taking on that load of household chores. Yeah. And I'm the one... Yes, I'm on calls and I'm working at the same time. However, he's been very sweet to be my non-paid maid during this time, (laughs) doing all of my dishes and taking care of laundry and that type of stuff. Taking care of business. Taking care of business. Yeah. All right. Well, we've talked about how we're living outside the box. We're going to jump into this episode. Our goal, I, I know some people, you might know Ash really well, and there might be some listeners who are like, who dis chick? (laughs) Who is this? And we want to give you a chance to get to know Ash even better. We're going to do this in a format, starting off with what we call rapid fire questions. Great. Great. I love speed. No podcast hosts were harmed in the making of this (laughs) bonus episode. Yet. Yet. Rapid fire. I'm going to ask a list of questions and she's going to answer quickly. If it's super intriguing, we might dig a little bit deeper. The goal is that the answers are a minute or less. Okay. And then after that, we are going to do what's called me in a box. And it's a great activity that you could actually do with your teams or your friends. It's three items that fit in a shoe box that describe you. Mm -hmm. So Ash will then get the stage and get to unpack 
her box and tell us what's in there and how it represents her. No pressure whatsoever. No pressure. How big of a shoe box can you find? <laughs> <laughs> okay, rapid fire questions. You ready, Ash? I'm so ready. Great. Here we go. First question. How would your friends describe you in three words? I did a quick poll of my friends for this and came up with inquisitive, caring, and talented. Inquisitive. Tell us more about that. I ask a lot of questions and I, I think a lot of questions. And so, yeah, it's I spend most of my life wondering about things. Google is my best friend. Yes. Yeah. Use technology. Mm-hmm. Cur- definitely curiosity. I see that. Inquisitive, curious, and talented. Yeah. I have a lot of really, really random skills and some, some not so random. I mean, music and writing and, I, you know, they're not all random, but I have a very wide variety of talents. We might hear a little bit more about those later. We might. Maybe. Next question. How do you pay dim bills? Okay. This is a long explanation, not a long explanation, a long title. I am the chief of staff and creative director for the design team for the National Staff Conference for a Christian nonprofit organization called Crew. Russia shoulder off. <laughs> what? Long title. She's a big deal. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not a big deal. But essentially, we have a national staff conference every two years and about 5,000 staff or yeah, between four and 5,000 staff come. And so I am in charge of doing the creative or at least leading some of the creative projects for the next staff conference. And yeah, chief of staff, making sure everybody's happy and taken care of and that kind of thing. So it's a It's a fun job so far. Next question. Favorite part of your childhood? Mm, The only thing I could come up with that was like stands out as a favorite was the woods. My parents live in the woods. My family, we have 300 acres, I think, like a lot of, and it's mostly woods. So just being able to wander off as a kid. My mom always said, as long as we could hear her yelling for us, we weren't too far away. So we could just go out and wander around and build forts and climb trees. And yeah, I think that was my favorite. That sounds beautiful. Pretty great. Pretty great. Next question. What was your first job? I, okay, so you'll find out later, I have a journal from a very young age, and I found in it last night that my first job was cleaning the ballet studio. So I wanted to go to ballet camp, and my parents, for what I'm sure it was just a responsibility thing, decided, no, if you want to go, you got to pay for it. And so I started months before cleaning the ballet studio and yeah, was paid for it and then gave the money back to go to ballet camp. And it was expensive. I think I it was, I think it was over $900 for wow. this, for the one summer How long was this Oh, for the whole summer. But I, I think it was like four weeks or something, four wow. or five weeks. I would not have ever guessed that that was your first that job. That was my first job. How unique. Yeah. Next question. What did you study in college? Okay, this is another quick but long answer. I started out as a music major because that's what my parents wanted me to do. They wanted me to at least start that way. I lasted a whole semester. Whoop, whoop. A whole semester. <laughs> I To be a music major at Gordon College, which is where I went, you had to practice 20 hours a week by yourself at that time. And I just wanted to make friends. And so being by myself 20 hours a week in a practice room just was not my jam. I I would not have survived. I was hating it. And so by the end of that semester, I decided, I don't know what I want to do, but I I don't want to do this. And so switched over to English and was an English major for another two semesters and then decided, you know what? I really like people. So I added a psychology major. So I was a double major 
for a little while for a semester with English and psychology and then realized, oh, hey, I can graduate in three years if I drop down to one major. And so I dropped <laughs> I dropped the English major to a minor. I had one class left no in way. order to get a double major and I didn't take it. Yeah. So I ended up graduating with a psychology degree and an English minor. There's that certain point in college. I feel like you're you're just done. I was over it. One more class. I didn't nope. want to pay for it. That was really it. I didn't want to yeah. pay for another year. Favorite place that you've visited? Thailand. Oh, I've heard Thailand is beautiful. It's gorgeous. And what took you there? Uh, it was work. I was there for a work trip. I was playing music for a conference, and but we got to tour around. We got to you know go and eat amazing food and go and hang out with some elephants. Who are really great. Oh, they paint. So awesome. They paint pictures. The elephants. They're really fantastic. Ooh, were they like they're abstract cool. or is this like? No, they're like they paint flowers and they paint. Wow. They paint legit things. Thailand elephants. Yes. Artist. Oh yeah. I did not. They know play that. soccer. It's it's really cool. It's fun. That is so cool. Most random place that you've traveled. Tbilisi, Republic of Georgia. What was that like? <laughs> I've it never was, been there. It was it's not really on my weird. list. Uh, no, it's not weird. It's it's a former Soviet country, so still coming back out of you know the economic reality of that, and so eh, kind of depressing in that sense. But also, I mean, the people are really great. The food was amazing. Really enjoyed being there for that reason. Uh, it was kind of a rough trip just because of work things didn't turn out well. But I mean the. The city's gorgeous. People are great. Yeah. Very cool. So PSA there, everyone, if you would like a unique place to go. Very unique. Republic of Georgia. If you like that, you know, sort of Soviet industrial architecture. Live outside that's, the box. That's go your jam. experience it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to switch it up. We've talked about travel and great. places. Now tell us your favorite pet's name. Okay, this one's a little bit difficult because I'm not really a pet person. But I can answer this because I had a cockatiel as a child and a her cockatiel. name, her name was Gigi and I had her for, I think I got her when I was maybe six or seven and I had her all through high school and I think she died when I was in college. So do cockatiels talk? Can you teach them to talk? No. Okay. No, you're thinking of cockatoos. Oh, not to be confused with a not cockatoo. Not to be confused with the talking cockatoo. A cockatiel. A cockatiel is the, it's smaller and gray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gigi. Yes. Cute. If you got arrested, oh, I love this question. <laughs> if you got arrested, Ash, for something, what would your family assume you were arrested for? Okay. So I actually asked them because Good. I didn't know. I couldn't figure this out. And my parents evidently think that I am a saint because they both said that they can't imagine me getting arrested for anything. But if I did, I probably would be getting arrested for doing the right thing, even though it was illegal. So they basically said, like, the right thing isn't always, you know, like you could do the right thing and still break the law is essentially what they said. And I think that's I mean, that's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm amongst, you know, someone who can do no wrong. What a great response from your family. That's definitely the case. (laughs) I should have asked my sister because I think she would have a different response. I I can see you're probably like protesting for like human rights of some kind and got arrested. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Make the history books. Lay down in front of a wrecking ball in front of a historic Miley Cyrus just went through my head. (laughs) Of course. She has ruined that term. Oh, she just ruined that one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, earlier we talked about three words that describe you. Mm-hmm. One of those was talent. Yes. So tell us, what is a natural gift or talent that you have? Uh, I'm going to say building or making things. 
Uh, my father is a carpenter. And so I learned some of that from him. And I think some of it just does come naturally. I think I really enjoy putting things together, assembling things. Problem solving is a, is a good, yeah, it's something I really enjoy. Next question. Which family member do you take after the most? Oh, man. I, everyone says I'm a really split combination of my mom and my dad. So probably then my sister. I think my sister and I are the most alike, as in we can sit in a room and look at each other and have a conversation without actually saying anything and both understand what the other person is saying. You, so. Wait a sec. You can look at each other and have a conversation without saying anything. Yes. That is impressive. We are impressive. Yes. It's like a telepathy thing. <laughs> Man. I think it's more just that we are both having the same thought. Okay. You're so similar. We're so similar. the same thing. Yeah. And that we're not similar in everything, but in enough things that I think we can be in a situation and both have the same thought and look at each other and know that we're thinking the same thing. Nice. Yeah. That's powerful. That's really cool to have a sibling like that. Yeah. Okay. Last rapid fire question. Ready. And then we're going to jump into me in a box. Mm-hmm. Rapid fire question. What is one of the top things on your bucket list that you want to do? I want to learn to surf. I want, I really want to. Yeah. <laughs> hang loose. <laughs> Becky's doing the hang loose <laughs> sign that she learned this week. Yes. We were talking about uh, international, like kind of symbols, symbols, club signs, you know, <laughs> surfers that hang loose. That's how you know you're in. Yes. I don't think that's true, but okay. Uh, technically. Yeah. yeah. I could sure. do it and I'm not a surfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I went surfing. I've gone once, uh, one, my friend Erica took me in Florida, although she said that the water was cold, quote unquote cold. It was, I think it was May or April or something. So she didn't want to get in, but you know, me not being from Florida, I got in the water and yeah, I tried it once and it was really fun. And I actually Aww. stood up a couple of times on my first try, which is cool. That is so cool. And that is why I do CrossFit is because I want to be able to surf and I want to be able to do things like that when I decide I'm going to do them. So surfing, it's on my list. CrossFit, great, great training. Yeah. That stability and balance, Mm -hmm. man. Great. Okay. So we had some rapid fire questions. Yes. We've jumped through those. You've learned a little bit about Ash there. What we're going to do now is what's called me in a box. This is a great activity that we've done in team building where once again, you have a shoe box three items that fit in that box. Ash is going to describe to us what three items she chose and why. How do they describe her? Okay. I'll let you take it away, Ash. I'm ready. Item number one, my childhood journal. My first journal. This is, it's gold leaf. It has a horse and rider on the front. Looks very prestigious, like a, like a hunter English saddle. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. With yeah. some ha- some hounds, yes. like fox hunting or it is something. A, it is, I believe, a fox hunting picture. And uh, the reason that I chose this is because my sister chose one very similar to it. And I actually wrote in the journal later on that I chose this journal because she chose one similar to it. And I wanted the same one that she had, not because I liked it. I said this in the journal, not because I liked it, but because she liked it. So I'm just going to read you the first entry. Are you ready? Oh, I am so ready. I can't wait. Six-year-old Ash. October 16th, 1994. I was six years old. Today, I went to Albany. I feed the animals. Beautiful. English major right there. (laughs) I think those are two separate thoughts. (laughs) I'm not sure. I don't think I fed the animals in Albany. I'm not sure what animals I was talking about. Anyway, there you go. That's, yep. So I filled most of it, wrote in this almost almost through high school and then got a new one but i i think i picked it because i do love to write and i love the way that words 
can communicate, like written words can communicate our thoughts. And I have a hard time spitting out exactly what I'm thinking and feeling in the moment. And so being able to write things down really helps me to process. And I love writing. Sometimes, sometimes it drives me crazy, but most for the most (laughs) part, I love writing. And so I think this is just an interesting example of how early on that started. And have you been journaling ever since you were six? Yeah. I mean, there are some gaps for sure. That's natural. But yes. Yeah. I probably have 15 journals at this point, I would guess. That's very impressive. Yeah. Okay. Item number two. Drum roll. It's a Rubik's Cube. I was going to say, who can guess that sound? So I brought this to represent the fact that I do love to learn new things and I love challenges. So this is actually a speed cube because I... A couple weeks ago, I was taking a class, and I was so bored in the class because I could only just sit there and listen, and so I borrowed my roommate's Rubik's Cube and decided I was going to learn to do it, and I decided I wanted to learn in a way that would I would remember for the rest of my life, and so I took my time learning throughout the entire class, but then I was getting faster, but the Rubik's Cube that I had was not good and so I could not get faster, and I was frustrated by that limit. It was not good. How do you, what do you mean? Like the actual Rubik's Cube was not good, was like, so it like would get crusty? stuck. No, it would get <laughs> crusty. <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> yes, it was crusty, Becky. That's that's what Watch it was. Watch out for them crusty Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> mess up. Mess up your learning. Oh, my gosh. No, it would get stuck, and so I couldn't move it quickly, and so I couldn't solve it as fast as I wanted, and I was frustrated, and so my best friend actually sent me this speed cube without she just to surprise me. What a great gift. So I'm down to a minute and 30 seconds, and that is probably the fastest I'm going to get because I don't really feel like putting in hours and hours to get faster. There's no reason I need to learn. It's just something I love. I love learning and new things, new skills, random things. I'm sure there's Rubik's Cubes competitions out there we could sign you up for. Oh, there absolutely are, and I'm absolutely not signing up. (laughs) That is too much commitment. Okay, third item. Item number three of three. Can you even tell what this is, Becky? So I'm looking at it. It looks like a miniature suitcase for like a baby doll. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a black case. It's a miniature suitcase. It's a miniature suitcase. No, it's not. Okay. This is, I'm opening it, my in-ear monitors for playing music. I was so so close, man. You were so close. So close. It's a suitcase for ear ear monitors. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So I think I brought this because I've spent so many hours with them in my ears. So many hours because in playing in bands, we use monitors instead of using stage monitors. We have the monitors that go directly to our ears so that we can each have our own mix and hear different things. And I ended up <laughs> that you can buy like standard monitors that you put in your ears and they would hurt my ears for and we would be rehearsing for hours and hours and so I would end up with this horrible headache in the end of the day so you can actually go I just think this is interesting you can go to to an audiologist and they will take a mold of your ears and then they will have monitors made specifically to the imprint of your ears so these I will put a picture of them up on our website these are the exact molds of my eardrums or ear canals I mean how special a how sculpture how many right? people can say they have a sculpture of their eardrums yes isn't that fascinating elite musicians can <laughs> i had or no people idea that just really you know spend a lot of time i don't i would don't say like elite. the pain of <laughs> yes don't like the pain of dealing with normal headphones i brought that because music does represent a lot of my life and i think when i have these in it's usually because i'm on stage with people and that's what i love most about music is being on stage being in that relationship where you're 
you're making art together. And that's what I love about it. I don't love the practicing being at home by myself. I don't love making music for music's sake, actually. I'm a weird musician in that way. I love being with people. And that's what these represent for me. Talk about how cool a, like a musical, a band represents a team. Mm. You each play such a specific role. And when you do come together, how beautiful it sounds. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Ash, I learned some new things about you. I hope you, I hope you did. I did. I hope our listeners did too. We hope you enjoyed this bonus episode all about Ash. We want to make sure you know who are these crazy chicks who you're listening to and get a little bit more of that inside scoop of our background, what we care about and what we do. Yeah. Uh, Make sure if you like this episode and our podcast to go leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We'd love for you to follow us and subscribe. We are so glad you tuned in. Join us next time. Our next bonus episode will be Breaking Down Becky. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to get weird. (laughs) Get ready. All right. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you next time. Thanks for joining us on Living Box Free, put on by On The Rise Group. You can learn more about our services at ontherisegroup.com. Also follow us on social media, Instagram and Facebook at On The Rise Group. We hope you'll tune in next time for more helpful content.